Hi, you've called Age. And Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. Gritty conversations by smooth operators. You know what to do. Yalla habibi. Welcome back. I don't really know how to respond to that. That's okay. I don't really know where to go from there either. So <laughs> cool. it's just something that some of my Lebo friends say to me sometimes. <laughs> and what uh, do they say next? Uh, the rest I can't repeat because I'm not really sure it's racially appropriate. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no. But uh, welcome back is, um, I guess, the kind of context that I was trying to give. Great. Yes. And welcome back to you also and to our lovely listeners. My name is Age and this is Yala Habibi, who I'm talking to. <laughs> also known as Mitch. And this podcast is called Message on the Machine. That's right. That's right. Tonight we are here to discuss a bit of a sexual... Strange, curious. Yeah, something sexy. Topical. We haven't done sexy in a while and I've missed it. Yeah, are we, have we dried up? Are we a bit, are we stale? I mean. I know I just turned 30, but fuck. I was going to say you probably have been having sex a lot more than I have It's funny. Like, yes, I obviously am having now continuous sex because of the new relay show. Rub it in. No, no, no. But it's probably like, it's funny because. That kind of continuous relationship sex kind of also makes you feel more stale because it's kind of like the same thing on repeat, yeah. if that makes sense. Like, like Tuesday and Thursday nights, you bend me over 10 minutes and we both have a shower. Whereas like when you're like having spontaneous single sex, it's like you don't know when it's coming next. So it feels a little bit more hot. You don't know like, what the locale will be. Yeah, like, you might be in a dumpster or like back of an alley, <laughs> like back of a cab. Yeah, it's very like... Who's going to be with? What are we going to do? Is What's his dick going to be like? Whereas this kind of sex is a bit just like... It's not something to talk about on air, I think. Oh, my sex with my relationship? Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, like it is, but like, you know, it's not <laughs> It's not the stories that people thirst for. Oh, yeah, yeah, As in like, it's not that interesting. I thought you should... I thought you meant like, I shouldn't be talking about no, it. I was like, no, oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm new to this. No, <laughs> go for it. I only share every other detail of my whole life. I wasn't <laughs> sure if that one was off or on limits. Um, but yeah, no, today we are going to be talking about fetishes. But before we get there, Mitch, how was your week? Um, and how, what did you Google? Talk to me about those things. Um, so I'll start with my week. Yeah. We've had a pretty the, intertwined week. The fucking week. The week from heaven and hell. From I was literally about to say hell, but I was like, I actually can't say that because it was a, lots of fun, but fuck me. Mm. So week began, obviously, um, Derby Day. We did. We started with the Derby Day celebration. For those who don't know, it's the kickoff day of the Melbourne Cup Carnival. Um, big day. Big, big day, day for, for the me. girls. Basically, we had a... Super site in the nursery, so anyone who follows the races would know what that entails. But yeah, gorgeous setup. It was one of our nearest and dearest birthdays, so we all banded together. Big mm. group of us. It was stunning. It was a beautiful day. I find the races though. It's an interesting. Yeah, tell me because you have not been before, correct? No. So that was my first proper race day experience. I've been like back when I was a lot younger, mm-hmm. but like this was the most recent, and I find it very interesting the culture around the races, which is like, obviously everyone gets dressed up. The fashion is like a huge element to, to the day. Yeah. But then the kind of like money and the cost and the effort that goes in all involved to like, realistically, no shade on what we did. It had the greatest day ever, mm. but realistically there was just a bunch of people with some popped up marquees, some plastic fold out tables and chairs 
in a large sort of open space, all just kind of packed in next to each other, all just drinking, wearing black and white suits. Now, our area was beautiful and we had some great furniture. We were sitting on plastic. But Mm. if you did a couple of laps, you know, on the way to the bathroom or whatever, there was one moment where I looked over and there was just a group of like probably about six or seven lads, I'm going to call them. Yeah, the boys. Yeah, the boys. Sunnies on, yeah, they're Oakley sunnies on, full suits, you know, maybe ties are a bit loose. <laughs> the suits don't fit well. Yeah. There's literally a pop-up trestle table under this dingy marquee, couple of fold-out sort of Kmart $2 chairs. Mm. And they were just kind of all sitting around this table just sinking beers and I was like... You guys could just do that at home. You guys could do that at a pub. But the, you, the boys who are doing that are the ones who were there for the punt. Yeah, well, that's what I realised. Which we've come to be seen. Other culture of punt. For me, personally, as someone who has been going to the races since, like, the dawn of my life. Yeah, it's in your blood. And this is the other thing. It's like the people who find that normal are the people who have kind of been born and raised mm. their whole life. But for me, like, if they didn't run a single race the whole day, I wouldn't have actually noticed. No, me either. Like, I don't really give a fuck. No. What's happening on track. I'm just there for the chit-chat, doll. That's it. Just here to guess back. Just here to get dressed up, stand <laughs> under my marquee. <laughs> get a great my, Insta. Drink my Prosecco. Yeah. Instead of my plastic chair. No, I get it. It is a fun day. I think it just knowing the legwork that goes into, like, the setups of those sort of... You know, sights and everything. It's just like a... Yeah, my legwork. <laughs> Your legwork. Yeah. But no, that was super fun. Derby turned into Derby day, turned into Derby night, mm. which turned into early hours of Sunday night, Derby morning. And yeah, that was sort of event number one. Yeah. Which sort of set us up on the back foot for event number two. Which was the... Your favourite holiday. Yeah, my favourite holiday. I was going to say the number one event of the year. It was Halloween. So great. So much fun. Definitely was kind of feeling a bit rough from Derby going straight into Halloween. But, you know, you just had to dust it off. Pull it together. It's a bit like a festival day three vibes. You know, you've just got to get, get your shit together. Yeah. You looked great. I looked great. We did look great. If you are playing catch up, you can head to our Instagram. Uh, There are some pictures of Mitch and I. Mitch came as royalty. Mm. Category is royalty. And category was. Category was Slayed the House Down Boots Mama. Tens across the board. Yeah. And I was, which is, I know, a bit controversial on this show (laughs) based on previous episodes, but I, in fact, continued my reign as Lady Gaga. Yes. Not Beyonce. Not Beyonce, which is funny. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I was a version of Gaga. I was Stupid Love. Film clip, Chromatica. Also, Chromatica, era. Slay the House Down Boots, Sissy Mama Work. Yeah, Sissy Mama Work. I was pretty proud of my costume, I'm not going to lie. Can I say one thing from Halloween is that I hope you realised in one specific moment how much I love you. Okay. <laughs> Which is after the end of Halloween. Yes. If anyone who knows me knows that I have a serious aversion to feet. Yes. And you're sitting on a couch... With your stuck-on claws on your hands. I was wearing fake nails, yes. Fake nails on, pulled your feet out of your, like, platform, you know, pump shoe thing I was wearing a on. double platform <laughs> Spice Girls boot <laughs> moment. Yeah. yeah. And pulled out these blood-soaked, socked feet. Oh, my God, my poor feet. And said, I can't get these off with my nails. Can you please do this oh for me? Oh, my God, I forgot you did that for me. And I pulled your socks off. Yeah, so my gorgeous shoes, which gave me great height and great aesthetic, 
um, actually caused me to have bleeding feet, which <laughs> I was just ignoring for the whole night. And yeah. yeah, turns out the socks were soaked with blood. I forgot you did that. Thank you so much. That's yeah, I was going to say, I feel like mm. that should be acknowledged. Can I say, I had a full face of makeup. I had like a full wig, wig cap, everything. The fake nails mm. were the hardest thing to adjust to. They were long. I will say they were long. I fucking couldn't do anything. I, I don't know piss. how the girls do it. I couldn't piss. I couldn't get anything out of my bag. I couldn't fucking do anything. I couldn't put my own socks on, let alone <laughs> take them off when I was leaving. Yeah, the nails were a huge adjustment for me. And then you had to spend like two hours after the event just soaking them in a in a hot hot <laughs> yeah. finger bath to get them off. Yes, I was giving them a little nail bath trying to get the nails off. Mind you, that wasn't doing anything. I was soaking them, but there's actually a funny story about that, but we're actually going to save it for a catch-up call for next week, I think, because there's some more that we want to unpack around Halloween, but <laughs> I'm catch you guys up on because some shit went down. But um, yeah, Halloween was great. Long it was short. great. It we're always just, is. Gay Christmas. Yeah. Gay Christmas the second. Mm. We get Mardi Gras and Halloween. We get two. Yeah, True. Um, but yeah, week was good. Just paying for it. I got a bit sick, so apologies if I sound a bit snotty for you all today. Snuffleupagus. Uh, Snuffleupagus is a bit unwell, but um, I'm here in the studio just for you guys. Here I'm queer. Get used to it. Mm. So your next part of the question: What was the thing that I googled this week? Yes. Um, I just had a look, and it was actually how old is Amanda Lapore? Hmm. Because she popped up on my Instagram, I think in the sense that it was like a who wore what to Halloween or something like that. Yeah. And she's just one of those people who you look at and you're like, you could be 30 to 70. (laughs) Yeah, okay, yeah. And I wouldn't know. And I know you're not supposed to ask a lady her age, but I didn't ask her, I asked Google. Yeah, okay. Um, So that was my Google. And it turns out she's 54. Oh, that's okay. Kind of splitting the difference from what I thought, the range that I gave her. She's so. sitting smack bang where we expected to be. Yeah, exactly. She's on par with her She's BMI. the median. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What about cool. you? What was your Google? Um, my last Google actually was check my ticket from Tats Lotto. Oh, winners? Because has anyone, if anyone, I was about to ask you guys, has anyone been following, but you can't speak back. If anyone <laughs> has been following though, I don't usually actually give a fuck about Lotto. Or any kind of gambling. However, the last thing that went off was like $150 million mm. was the jackpot total, right? That is fucked up kind of money. I think it's pretty safe to say if you'd won, you would not be sitting here with me. <laughs> I didn't I didn't win. I won $10.50. Oh, you did. I won well, that's 10... enough for next week's ticket. So that's good. Yeah. So I won the last division, <laughs> um, which is still a win. Still but yeah, win. it was fucked. It was $160 million. Three people won $53 million. God, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? How fucking wild is that? Is that um, before tax? I don't know how it works. I don't know how any of that works. It's a good question. I mean, at that point, I don't care. Tax what you need to tax off me. I'll just take whatever's left. Yeah, cut it in half. Literally. Who cares? Yeah. $53 million is like a lot of money. What would you do if you won 53 mil? First thing. First purchase. Well, I'd pay off all my debts, definitely. (laughs) Boring. Pay off all my debts. And then, honestly, I think the first thing I would do is just go on a big, massive holiday. Yes. Yeah, like a really luxe holiday mm. around the world, just living my best life kind the of The Gold life. Coast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> we're going to the, the GC, money. girls. I've won big. <laughs> we're going to Cairns. <laughs> um, no, I'd spend the money on like, you know, like 
the best hotel and the best, you know, go for the best dinners and like do the holiday really bougie. Mm. Yeah. That's nice. That's kind of where I think that's kind of what I'm missing right now the most is like that kind of life experience. A bit of a getaway. It's not about clothes or like a new car or anything yeah. for me. Yeah. Just a Katrina Roundtree getaway. Yeah. <laughs> what would you spend it on? Same. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Gold mm. Coast. Gold, Goldie, baby. <laughs> We're going Goldie. Glitter City. <laughs> me to mates. Adrian. Yes, sir. Are you ready to get kinky? <laughs> Yeah, sure I'm Mitch. Well, I've you're got- in luck, because today we're talking all about fetishes. Oh, perfect, because I've bought my chains and whips. Oh, I knew you'd be into that. Because they excite me. <laughs> I brought my feet. <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait to lick your toes later. Yum, yum. Mmm. Nipples. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that is right, everyone. Today we are talking about fetishes. Why? Because they're sexy. Because why not? That's what I kind of thought. Why fucking not? Because it's probably an area that you and I need to get some education on, to be fair. I think so. I think we're pretty vanilla. And I think the best way to learn is by doing. And so here we are. And so, just so you all know, we've been practicing fetish play on each other all week. (laughs) Mitch's favorite is electric shock to his ball sack. I could be into that. Yeah, you reckon? Oh, don't knock it, you know. Well, this is... Do you know what we should have done? We should have actually done some tests out well, there. Well, maybe after this and we'll report back next we week. Go out there and get some electrodes on your balls. Yeah. I've but, had an electrode facial before. Oh, yeah. It's much the same. Not, I'm sure. really, <laughs> not really sexy, but, you know. Okay. Same principles, I'm sure. So, yes, we are doing fetishes. Now, why? What is a fetish? Well, that's what I think. We should start at the start. So, what is a fetish? Would you like a dictionary definition just of to course. get the ball rolling? So a fetish, as defined by Google, Mm. this was actually probably my last Google, (laughs) but you know, spoilers. Yeah, yeah. It's a form of sexual desire in which gratification is linked to an abnormal degree, to a particular object, item of clothing, part of the body, etc. It's the etc for me. See, it's the item of clothing for me, because I find that quite interesting. It's like, oh, I'm just... It's a raincoat that really gets my goat. I get that, though. I get that. Really? Yeah. Like the sock thing. The you dirt, think socks are hot? The dirty underwear thing. Oh, no, these are not necessarily reflective of me. Although, hmm. I would say... A soggy pair of jeans really turns you on. A off. soggy pair of jeans does not fucking turn me on. <laughs> Fuck no. No, uh, this is going to sound really gross. I'm going to try and say it in a way that doesn't make me sound like... Safe space. A I'm creep. not worried. Um... I can understand, I can't believe I'm going to say this, I can understand people (laughs) who, like yourself, (laughs) I can understand people who would be interested in purchasing um, worn underwear. Oh my God. Mm. Really? I don't know if I can say that I have a fetish for it because I don't think I would like ever actually buy it myself. Yeah. But I understand it because there's a part of me that's like... I think the the smell that comes with that or, like, why that's hot yeah, is, like, I can understand that to a degree. See, I understand that in the sense that if I had a gentleman friend visit my house who mm-hmm. somehow managed to forget his underwear. Oh, fully forgot them. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. I feel like that would be, like, you know, something that's interesting. Okay. To me. Oh. I don't know if I would go online to purchase some random person's underwear to then sniff. Wait, wait, wait. You mean 
someone's rocked up to your house with no undies on at all. No, as in like they've forgotten them when they left. Oh, they've left them at your house. Yeah. And then you've picked them up and have given them a big sniff. A big whiffy doodah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think I think it's also depending on who the person is. Like, if I know that they're a... Ta- like, I wouldn't like to purchase the random pair because I don't know where they've come from. That's what I mean. That could be from the ugliest, the most disgusting person to ever walk this planet. Yeah, you don't know who's packaging the used underwear at Amazon. It's not... Yeah, exactly. I want to, like... I need the context. Because the yeah. underwear is only hot if I know who it belongs to. Totally. So does that mean that's not a fetish then? Or it is? Uh, I don't know. Mm. Time will tell, I Let's guess. Let's dive deeper. Ask again in half an hour. Um, question for you. Yeah. Would you say that you have any fetishes? Look, I mean, I just kind of touched on that. I think, I don't think I can safely say hand on heart, hey, I've got a fetish for X. I'm looking for you to do this with me. Like, but... I know what your fetish is. But... <laughs> I think there's things that in the moment sexually I am open to and then and then potentially like also like enjoy a part of. Mm-hmm. But then also on the opposite scale to that in the moment during sex, absolutely no. Mm-hmm. And they could both be considered fetishes. Does that make sense? Yeah. So for example, the ones to answer your question, like I don't find feet gross. So therefore to me... Feet can be like okay to like incorporate potentially in a moment. Interesting, like a mm. foot job. Yeah, like I don't know about a job. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know it's... about a full job. Like maybe a brief. <laughs> I think a foot job. For me, that just screams God. The core strength. I just think to be able to lift your ankles up and down <laughs> at that pace for that long, the you would have to have the abs of steel. Yeah. And to jerk off my huge dick you know <laughs> um i think for me it's more like maybe like a oh like a, a like do we suck the toe we could suck oh, a toe interesting for the right with the right person on the right foot if they had a disgusting post foot, shower for sure absolutely post shower i've got some real rules that would have to be implied. you have nice feet though thank you yeah you're welcome i do mm. hashtag feety mcfeet what's his name <laughs> <laughs> yeah come tag us your fetish, though, is 100% like you walk in and there's like a gossamer curtain just like swinging in the moonlit breeze and like 100 candles and like you don't have to douche because you just have a fresh asshole and it's like some kind of like gay fairy tale telenovela. That's your fetish. Is that a fetish, though? Yeah, I think it's like role playing. <laughs> Because it's so far from reality. (laughs) So far from reality. Yeah. So my fetish is fake fairy tale sex. Mm. Perfect. (laughs) I mean, look, you're not wrong. All of that would be great. Yes, I'm a very much a sensory person. Mm -hmm. So it's about the environment. There's 100% been times and my boyfriend can vouch for this where like, like if sex has just started, Mm. I would stop and like maybe just run over and just pop pop some music on or like oh, yeah, light right. a candle or like what's your sex song <laughs> i have a sex playlist the cinderella soundtrack <laughs> i have a sex playlist called bedroom jams do you that i you oh should God. post that on the story okay sure we'll share it well it's yeah. actually a joint playlist that my one of my best friends and i created together that's nice and we both just kept adding songs to it and it's quite funny because Every now and then while you're having sex, a song will just come on that you're like, I didn't add this. So this means this is a song that she likes having sex to. 
<laughs> What's the mood? Is it like gyrating or is it like soft slow it's like jams? R and B slow jams, yeah, okay. like cool. Yeah. Bit of Frank Ocean, like yeah, yeah, old like school Beyonce. Jeremiah, kind of like yeah, I, cool. yeah, wanna rip your clothes off. Yeah, nice. Mm-mm. Great. Anyway, so yes, that would kind of be, I guess, one of mine. But yeah, feet I could potentially Things I could get around that I would say could maybe lead into a fetish if I explore them harder would be feet. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with. They don't scare me. They don't freak me out unless like your foot's genuinely disgusting and dirty mm. and like you've got long toenails. See, for me though, I feel like if you had a foot fetish, in my mind, you would want that foot to be like kind of putrid. Do you think? I feel like that is kind of what a fetish means to me like so my beautiful foot i want your foot to have been at the gym running around for nine hours and then you bring it to my house and stick it up my ass (laughs) (laughs) well that's the thing though that's the like i think that that's a fetish within itself like your fetish there is not the foot it's like the sweat like Mm. that's why people like the socks and the dirty underwear it's like the dirty stinkiness of like the pheromones i understand pheromones i fully do like there's been times where like if my partner's potentially has been to the gym i'm like there's bo which stinks Mm. but then there's an a smell just before bo yeah which kind of turns me on a little bit yeah cool anyway enough about me because i'm obviously just revealing more and more as i ramble on you're into feet. I actually didn't I'm know not, that about you. Uh, but you're saying you potentially could be in the right circumstances. I potentially could be into feet in, in you know, in the moment mm-hmm. as a one-off like thing and potentially into bodily smells that are not BO, mm-hmm. but are also kind of hot. Mm. Anyway, enough about me. How about you? What are yours? <laughs> I think my main fetish is um, like getting people to text me back and then blocking them. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I don't think I have a fetish, really. And I think that is kind of one of the reasons that I wanted to have this conversation today. Is It's sort of like an, an expose of the mindset of a fetishist. Okay. I think if I, if I did explore one, as you potentially were saying with feet, mm. it would maybe be like, like voyeurism. Can we go elaborate and define what that is? Sorry, because I'm not sure. Like watching things that you shouldn't be watching. Like peep show. Like, you know, like that kind of oh. like realm. So like you're watching someone like wank or something. Yeah, maybe. That's kind of hot. I don't know, but is I Is that just... a fetish like, hey, I want to pretend that I'm... I want to watch you like finger yourself. Or if I just like stumbled across like two people in the park, like having sex, like... So your fetish is then watching them. Okay. Do they know you're there? No. Right. And then what do you do? Just wank. I guess. <laughs> I haven't really thought it through. It kind of... This kind of came to me as I was speaking right now. Okay. Let's keep unpacking then, because it's obviously, like, things are coming up for you. Yeah, like, I don't really know where this has started. <laughs> I think. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, if you don't think you really got one, or if that's kind of the one you're leaning on, in general, when we're talking about them. Yeah, I think... When like, I'm sitting here telling you that I potentially could love feet. Yeah. How does that make you feel? See, I think that, like, I kind of wish that I had something that was, like, a bit left of centre that, like, just really turned me on. Okay. God, I'd love to find something for you. I think your homework's going to be... I it's out there. I think the next... Every time you have sex from now on, you've got to try one new thing until you work out <laughs> so what it is. One thing every six months will <laughs> actually get there. So, in five years, we'll work it out. Yeah. It turns out it's also feet. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, no, I, I really like the idea of a fetish. Yeah. Okay. Because I think that like anything that feels kind of like exciting and dangerous outside of being sexual is kind of exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just need to work out how to combine those two worlds. So to answer your question, no, I don't have an issue with fetishes. Okay. I think they've got like, see, I, if you'd ask me like, do you have one? I'd be like, ill, which is kind of like. A stigma that I guess is associated to them. Like, even just me yeah. getting that out that, like, oh, I potentially don't find feet gross. There's still a part of me that that's, like, I should be embarrassed by that or, yeah. like, you know, which is kind of... Well, it does feel embarrassing because I think the whole point of a fetish is that it's something that's not normal. Mm. And so, to talk about it... And that's probably one of the challenges if you're, like, oh, I just really like having sex with, you know, silicone drink bottles. Yeah. Like, talking <laughs> about that... Yeah with a partner is something that's quite difficult because you're worried that you're going to sound like a psycho. Well, true. You've got to introduce it to the relationship potentially. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm into pig play. Yeah. I want you to dress up like a pig and squeal while I fuck you. (laughs) That's, that's a thing. Is it? That's a thing. While I was hunting for my Halloween costume, there were certain parts of my costume that were a little bit like leather play. So I had gone into like a few sex stores thinking like, Hey, there's full pig leather masks. God. 350 bucks for a leather pig mask. Oh. They're not cheap. Be great for you. You wouldn't even have to dress up. No, be perfect. <laughs> but my we partner's not into pigs. <laughs> well. Be really turning you mind. Remains to be seen. Well, that's right. But um, yeah, no, I think you're right. It's like this kind of... It would be hard to introduce something that... Especially if you're really into it. Mm. Like I said, for me, it's kind of like another, it's neither here nor there. Like, oh, might just suck your foot when I'm a bit drunk one night, you know? Yeah. When we're on holiday. <laughs> Straight from the beach. Like something fun like that. Whereas yeah. like, if you genuinely- <laughs> we're on vacay. <laughs> yeah. Vacay sex when I get a bit <laughs> silly and suck your feet. Back at the GC. Um, but like, if you want foot sucking or pig play on the reg, mm. you're going to have to speak up. Yeah. And I wonder if the partner would be like, oh, I'm kind of horny tonight, but I can't really be fucked putting that mask on. <laughs> I can't really be fucked squealing. Yeah, so I might just go hide in the bathroom and beat one out. I've lost my voice. Um, but yeah, I guess you don't really want to yuck someone's yum. Hey. Well, yeah, I think that's what I was sort of about to say is that I am a firm believer in if you're into it and it's not hurting anyone and no one's getting upset by it, it then would be, I feel like go for it. Yeah. It would be hard to have a partner though with a really strong fetish, I think. Do you think so? Because I was going to ask you that. Like, if you were dating someone who was into pig play, as the running example. Yes, because I think it just kind of, like, especially when you're in a relationship, I think a part of relationship sex, this is something new that I've learned in my (laughs) last couple months, is like, relationship sex is good because you want to make the other person feel good, right? Right. It's not just about you Mm. because you love them. So then it kind of becomes this weird conflict thing where it's like, do I have to do this pig play shit? (laughs) Shout out to anyone out there who's into pig play soz that we're using this one as the example. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Definitely not. Go for gold. Don't yucky yum. Oink, oink. (laughs) But (laughs) I think like when it's on that level where it's like, Okay, I've really got to maybe really go out of my comfort zone to do something here that I really don't want to do Mm. to make this other person happy because I potentially might, they might not be sexually satisfied with me if I don't do it. 
that's layers upon layers of like complexity when you're in your like sex life and relationship. And I think the challenge there also is that if that doesn't align with like, say for you, for example, like pig play and um, unreal fantasy sex. Gossamer Curtis. There's not too much crossover except like the three little pigs. (laughs) So, (laughs) Except me dressed up as a sexy wolf. (laughs) Exactly. Huffing and puffing and blowing his dick down. Um, Yeah, it is. Yeah, they could be from different worlds. I hear you. Mm. Mm. Compromise. Maybe, maybe, yeah, you like, it's like pull out of the hat tonight. Like who gets to win? So it's a foot night. (laughs) Oh, look out. Congrats. It's a pig play night. (laughs) Okay, well then here's my next one. Do you think that we as gay or even anyone in the queer community, I guess, but like, are we more inclined to be into this kind of raunchy, fetishy pig play shit? I mean, it's a difficult question that you've posed to me because I am not straight. You are not, girl. Love it or not. You're um, about as straight as a row of tents. <laughs> Which is not, I guess. Which is a camp. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry, it's an oldie. Yeah, but a goodie. Be on your time. Yeah, sorry. Um, I would say that, like, observably, it would seem that the gay male population would be more into fetishes than the rest. Maybe just because we're generally more sexual? Well, I think also that there's like a degree that we're just more liberal about how we talk about sex. Yeah, that's, yeah, agree. So, like, I don't think that we necessarily like to have sex more than straight people, as we've discussed on this show before. I think we just have it more accessible. Totally. Well, for example, like the store that I went into, that was... Very much you know, gay oriented, a, a gay oriented leather goods yeah. kind of store with the pig play masks mm. accessible and available to me. And I think that if like a straight man or a straight woman went into that store, they would feel a bit weird, like telling their family and friends about it. Yeah. Totally. Whereas like for us, we're like, oh, I went into the sex store, picked up some ammo and a pig mask and everyone would be like, cute. What are you doing on Tuesday night? You know, awesome. Like, I'm just at the Coles grabbing some milk. Same, same. Yeah, literally. We've all got a few <laughs> things to pick up. Yeah, I hear you. I hear so you. So I feel like it probably does seem that gays, especially because we wear a lot of leather. Yes. That is one part of it. Which is a fetish. Which is a fetish. Leather play. Um, And like, I think that even, you know, historically being gay was probably seen as some Taboo. kind of fetish. Yeah, true. True. I mean, it's just a good example of us normalizing well, yeah. Stuff, really. Free for all. Thank God we're gay. Thank God. I would never be able to explore my voyeurism. That's or right. you, your feet. That's right. Can I ask then, obviously we've discussed relationships. Yeah. What about just pretending for a second that you're single? Yeah. And you... Easily done. Many years under the belt. <laughs> Lots of but practice. And one, one, two, three, I'm there. Yeah. yeah. So if you were to show up to a hookup's house... Yep. And he pulled out um, his throbbing member. His no, throbbing member. <laughs> <laughs> like, then pulled out, like a, like, a latex gimp suit. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And was like, do you mind if I just chuck this on? Yeah, like a full Balenciaga gimp suit. Yeah, literally. 
I'll be like, Kim, literally, you look Kim great. Hey, you look amazing. <laughs> that ball gag's hot. No. Um, okay, that in particular. It's quite an intense one I've gone for. Yeah, one in particular, the whole latex full bodysuit thing, I can't get around. I can't either. I find it a bit scary. Me too. I find it a bit horror movie. I think American Horror Story season one ruined that concept for me. Absolutely. And I, yeah, I can't get past the like, you're going to murder me. I just want to know like what I'm looking at. (laughs) I want to know what I'm fucking. Like, I think I'd rather stick a foot in my mouth than not be able to see your face. Oh, absolutely. It's a bit scary. You're right. Yeah. It's there. There's an element of fear there for me that I, Mm. and I don't do well with fear. Like no. that doesn't tied fit. up. No, thank you. Like no, 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 no. Fear and sex, which we'll get to in a minute, because that that is like another like that whole S and M world of mm. fetishes is like you know. Mm. Okay, well I'll scale it back a little bit. Okay. Um, say like you get there and he's like, I want you to time me up. So oh, yeah. you're still in control. Like okay. you know, there's no like fear factor for you. So it's an S and M kind yeah, of moment. But, the, yeah. But this this gentleman wants to be tied up. Right. Would you be like too much for me or like? You know what? I'll give it a go. I think the first thing I'd do is probably laugh a little bit, which I know is really bad, but I would laugh in an uncomfortable kind of like, okay. The thing about me in those moments is that I can kind of find this kind of inner, like, I don't know. Sex demon. Personality person who's kind of just like. Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce comes out and she's kind of just like, I'll do anything. I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. If I found the person attractive enough, I yeah. probably would just agree and do it because I'd be like, you're only young months, you're in the moment, go Give for it. A it. Go. yeah. If I get there and, like, the person's ugly and, like, I'm not into it, then I'm just not into it, full stop. But, like, mm. if I'm into the, the situation, if they kind of pivot to that, hey, do you want to try tie me up? I think there's a part of me that would also always have that mentality of, like, try anything once, mm. you're here. Yeah. If that makes sense. Totally. I guess the question that I was kind of getting at, the question behind the question mm. was, do you think that it would be easier to explore a fetish like that in a relationship or with some random fucking stranger? I think naturally would be easier in a relationship. Yeah. Because I feel way more comfortable. The trust is there. Yeah. Like I'm not going to go into that situation with a random and be like, Hey, this is my fetish. I've got 600 pig play masks in the back. <laughs> or the random, and you're just like, yeah, I'll let you just lock me in this cage. Yeah. yeah see like, what happens. Yeah, like, there's an element of trust, I think, that comes with fetish play, especially, like, when you go into that S&M world where there's, like, bondage and, you know, whips and chains and there's an element of pain associated to it. I think you really need to, like, trust the person. I think fetishes that I've seen anyway or, like, people who explore with fetishes are usually in relationships actually because i think there's like Mm. an element of like we both like this yeah and so that's why it works for us i think at the same time though looking at that like s&m pain sort of thrill fear route yeah you probably wouldn't just trying to put myself into the mindset of that person Mm. you probably wouldn't get the same level of rush from someone who you were in a committed relationship with than you would with a stranger. Yeah, I don't know. Potentially. I mean, we've all seen Fifty Shades. Yeah. I think the rush comes from the act, maybe. Necessarily, not necessarily the... On the extreme end, though, the rush would come from... This could be the end. Right? Probably. I guess. This could could be how I die. (laughs) It's kind of hot. Push me to the limit. Yeah. Do you like being choked? Um, yeah. 
I do. That's probably the closest element to like pain play that mm. I can get it like get around. Understand. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, um, yeah, I kind of do. Why do we think we like being choked? I'm really yet to meet someone who says no to that. Some people won't say it straight away, but they like eventually it's kind of like, yeah, I do. Like, it's. I feel like it's like a power thing. Like, I think if I was like lying there, being like, okay, I'm about to pass out. I feel like I probably wouldn't really love that. But like (laughs) up to before that point, blue. Yeah, sure. Give me a choke. Yeah. Choke me out. I think it's choke. I think it's a choke at ejaculation is kind of when it's... Because your body's like tense. So you Choked like, while you're ejaculating. Yeah. I think that's mm. kind of where I think that's... I have to try that. It comes into play the I most. I usually just get choked at the shops. <laughs> In the grocery aisle. <laughs> I just get choked. My therapy session. <laughs> when we When we stop recording this podcast. By my own emotions. <laughs> choked up. Okay, should we move on to something, like, a little bit fun? Okay, something more a bit fetishy. Yeah, like, more fun than being choked. Okay. Potentially. Something... I've put together a little game. Oh. Which I like to call Guess the Fetish. Okay. Because there's a lot of them, and some of them have really bananas names. Okay. Sure. <laughs> so, I'm going to read out what they are, and you're going to guess what they mean. Heaven. First one is a galmatophilia. A galmatophilia. Mm. Mm. So wait, is this gonna be? Are these like? Am I searching for like objects of like fetishes? Like, oh, I'm obsessed with armchairs. Like, Potentially. Okay. Could be anything. Um, I'm not yucking someone's yum. Okay. Um, say it again for me. I'm hoping that I'm saying it right. I'm probably not. And if there are any galmatophilias around, I apologize. A galmatophilia. Um, my fetish of um fish. <laughs> It's actually the fetish of just general inanimate objects. What's an inanimate object? Like something that doesn't move. Like a cup? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like you're just... Yeah, you're obsessed with something. Like I'm obsessed with a ceiling fan? Yeah, could be anything. It feels like a blanket term. I was going to say, that's general? Yeah. Fucking hell. The rest aren't as general. Okay, good. I just started a bit, you know, broad for you, and we're going to narrow it down now, okay? Sure. Give me your next one. Catoptronophilia. Catoptronophilia. Yeah. The obsession of cantaloupes. <laughs> Not just a spell from Hogwarts. <laughs> Catoptronophilia. So this is a fetish for mirrors. Oh. Which is something that I know that you are not that... <laughs> interested in as in like looking at myself while we're having sex correct so yeah, you're okay. not attracted to the mirror you're attracted to mirrors being around during sex so that you can observe yourself yeah in the I, act i can see how that's a thing there are times where i have looked at myself in a mirror that may have been around being like oh hello but then I there's other good. times where i'm like ill what the fuck yeah i think it depends on the angle of the mirror really doesn't depends it on the position i mean yeah <laughs> How many times have you been to the gym that week? That's right. Okay. How many fedubitas are hanging out? (laughs) Um, Tripsalagniacs. Tripsalagniacs. The fetish of nipples. Close. Okay. It's the fetish of having your hair shampooed. Oh, that's weird. I mean, 
That was my reaction as well. Not yucking, yucking the yum. It's not... But also... I mean, it's not actually weird because it feels fucking good. That's what I was thinking. Like, at first I was like, that's just really fucking random. And then I thought about it and I was like, I fucking love having my hair shampooed. So does that mean that person goes to, like, get their hair done at the hairdressers and while they're doing the... In the basin, they could potentially just pop a boner. <laughs> Full mast. Wow. Full mast in the shampoo chair. Imagine if that was, like, a thing for you. I mean... Ugh. It could easily happen. God, it makes you feel vanilla, doesn't it? When you're like, well, what do I like? Yeah. Why am I not popping boners when What's I'm my thing? living out my life out and about? I mean, it'd be kind of like a bit of a challenge, though, in everyday society. I was going to say, it's kind of annoying. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, God, can you just give me a quick rinse? Yeah, like, don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to blow a load. <laughs> exactly right. Just rinse. No shampoo, please. Yeah, no, please. No conditioner. <laughs> that smell. Can you just cut me dry? <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, axolism. Mm, I want to say it's something to do with like chains or something. It's not. Okay. I don't think you're going to get any of this right. No, I'm not expecting to. But that's okay. It is the desire to have sex with someone's armpit. Oh, I kind of get that. Do you? Yeah. I find armpits. I think it's associated to the smell thing again that I was talking about from before. I actually do understand that. It's like, obviously not BO, but like the pheromony side yeah. of the armpit. Well, do you I like a shaved a... armpit or a hairy pit? Um, not shaved on a boy, no. No, I think yeah. hairy, but it needs Same. to be like not ridiculously hairy. Like <laughs> Rapunzel. Yeah, like also if it's like hair that like, yeah, no. If it's like all matted and gross. like You don't want like a nice few pair of plaits. No, no. Hanging out the pit. No fucking dreadlock. Up cool, so you're into axolism. Yeah, I think I have. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, paraphilic infantilism. Um, sex with ghosts. No. It is the fetish of wearing a diaper and pretending to be a baby. Okay. Not close at all. <laughs> I thought you might get that with like the infant. Uh, infant. I heard was para. I, I thought, thought that was going to be the easiest one. I thought paranormal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Bit of a red herring there. Yeah. Okay, cool. So there's obviously a lot of them out there. That is a lot. That is a very condensed version of like a very very long list that I found online. I think it's wild to think that there's one for everyone or everything. Well, it's like porn. Whatever you can imagine, there's a porn about it. Like, it literally could be like oh, I'm obsessed with light globes. Yeah, they turn me on. They turn themselves on too. It's <laughs> kind of the whole point. <laughs> okay, my my question for you then, after all of this and knowing how many and anything. What's one out there that you think you would try, like, or that you'd be open to trying the most, do you think? I think that, just to circle back to our previous discussion, I think that I would try most. Okay. Like, I want to believe that in the moment I would be open-minded enough that if someone presented me with something that wasn't mask-involving, I think that's my no-no. Okay. So, what you won't try is anything where you can't see. Yeah, unless it's like a masquerade, like a something over the eyes, <laughs> like something chic. Yeah, like I don't want anything that like m- you know mystifies who it is. Okay, sure. Maybe like I don't know, having sex in like a very public place. Oh yeah, I'd give that a go. Yeah, I'd probably freak out, but I'll give it a go. Mm. Get to my knickers and be like, no, 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 keep going, don't stop. I'm blowing. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Well, something I would like to try. Um, I think just to 
out of curiosity to see if I would like it or not. So I don't really associate sex and pain in the same category. Like I don't find anything painful to be like sexually turned on. Mm-hmm. However, there is something around the like S&M category, maybe before it gets painful that I think I'd like to try. Like maybe like being tied up. Bit of hot wax on the back or something. No, that's a bit too much. But like just maybe like tie me up, maybe blindfold me and like do some tickles. <laughs> wow, you know? that sounds really sexy. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> hey, um, do you want to just tie me up and give me a little tickle? Oh, that's I've heard it's really hot. Fucking hell. Well, look, to wrap, I do have some random facts about fetishes that I'd like to read out that I think would probably be maybe just something, you know, a takeaway for the listeners. Yeah, kind that's of interesting, just that's... considering we've kind of touched on a few different areas. Yeah, so, that's right. I love facts. Foot fetish, mm-hmm. number one. Over fifty percent of people really is, is top is fetish. The top fetish. That's so interesting, isn't it? I feel like feet—they're so polarizing. Like people love them or they hate them. Yeah, you know? it's weird. It is. It's definitely a love or hate. There's something though about like because I well documented don't like feet. Yeah. There's like this kind of like sick fascination that I almost could go so far that I maybe would go the other way one day. It's like I hate them so much that I like them. Like I've circled back around. <laughs> it's very much you and your dating. <laughs> Literally. Um, blood and other bo- bodily fluids. Second. Really? I found that really interesting that blood is the second thing that other people find interesting. Bodily fluids I get like if you're into cum maybe. Yeah. Or like, like spit or piss. But blood? Well, blood for me, like, I think that for the gays, trademarked, yeah. there's so much, like, association with, like, the fear of, like, transfer of blood. Right. For obvious yeah, 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 health totally. reasons. Totally, totally. That maybe that's the straight person thing. Okay. Yeah, I can hear that. Would you want someone's blood around you? Yeah, no. No, me no. either. That one's not really... Getting my goat. No. I to say. This is an interesting one. It's based on the concept, like you sort of touched on before, around objects being like mm. inanimate objects or objects can be sexualized. Yeah. Supercalifragilisticphobia. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Basically, there was a study that went on that showed that um, they showed men images of boots, like shoes, mm-hmm. just on their own. And basically what ended up happening... I think, was after they studied the like brainwaves in the brain was that the brain was capable of forming sexual associations to the boot after seeing it for a period of time, even though in the initially there was no impulse to begin with. So like, it's like the more they showed them the boot, the more that the brain decided that it liked the boot and therefore it sexualized the boot. So it's like a, um, it's just like an availability thing. Yeah. You just get attracted to what you can see. So if you're exposed to something repeatedly, you are more likely to become sexually aroused by it because your brain starts to sexualize the object. So by that logic, I guess, like if a straight man went to like Puftuf every weekend, eventually <laughs> he'd be a massive homo. <laughs> so basically, keep at it, boys. <laughs> Wear the boots. We'll get them eventually. <laughs> Um, so the pain element Mm -hmm. of fetish. So basically it's proven that sexual pleasure and pain release the same or similar neuro and brain chemical transmitters, such as endorphins and serotonin when they're both released. So therefore the ties 
help to sort of cross over and create connections for people that can lead to enjoyment during sex well, there you when go. they're having actually having pain. Science. Mm. Science explains why Science there's a fine, fine line between pleasure um, and pain. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, which is back to the feet, which could potentially explain why it's number one, mm. is that the sensory perception of our feet yeah. is located directly adjacent to the sensory perception area of the genitalia. So like your feet are in, basically in line with your balls and your dick or your right. pussy. Or your pussy. <laughs> so that's kind of where they're kind of justifying the neuro like logic around like people liking feet. Whether love- this is true or not. <laughs> I love listening to you explain this. And that's how we justify the neurological phenomenon. And that's why some losers. No, and that's why some homos love feet because they're in line with their dick. <laughs> and that's how Sue sees it. And that's, <laughs> that's how it is. But yeah, look. I don't know how many of those facts are true. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All I know is if you like something, go for it. Explore it. Don't yuck someone else's yum. Never would. If your friend has bleeding feet and he needs you to take his socks off, even if you're not into feet, help out a mate. Yeah. Be a good sport. Like my friend did for me. He might have his nails on. That's and then right. what is he to do? And, you know, always light a candle and pop music on. <laughs> And there you go. And on that note, that's all we've got time for this week, ladies and gents. Thank you for listening. Hope we've expanded your horizons and encouraged you to go and explore your fetishes. Yeah. And if you don't think that you have any, you just might get some. You probably do. Think about it. (laughs) If this is the first time you're listening to us, guys, please like, subscribe, follow, and do whatever you need to do to make sure that you catch our next episode when the next one is out. And then obviously, once you've done that, head to our Instagram, which is at message on the machine to keep up with all of the fun fetishes that we have every single day during the week. That's it. And on that note, guys, good luck out there. Yeah, we'll see you at the next one. I'm going off to just suck on some feet. <laughs> Your voice <laughs> just went so high there. <laughs>